1: One, two, three, four. We are live. All right, guys. Welcome to West by Pod, a podcast about WVU sports, the Big 12, and laying eggs on the road in prime time. I am uh, I'm Jordan Pinto. I'm filling in for Joel as the uh, the quote unquote host this week. Joel's out of the country. You can get me at Game Day Shorts on Twitter. And I'm joined once again by Jake Lance. You can find him at Night Stare. Um, Jake, we only have you on after losses. How did you get so lucky to be the uh, the pod's honorary uh, grief counselor? <laughs> it's the
0: it's the gray hair that if you're listening to the pod that you can't see. But I've got <laughs> some some gray hair. I'm just uh, the old wise sage, as they say.
1: Guy talking us off the ledge, I guess. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for, thanks for filling in for Joel, man. Um, so we're recording this on Monday night. It's been two days. We're going to just jump right into it here. Um, what the hell happened in Austin,
0: man? Man, it, I was listening to, uh, the three guys podcast with Tony and Hoppy and them. And they said, you know, you got big boyed. And and honestly, that's, that's what it was. We, uh, we came out there. We thought we were, you know, maybe we get lucky. We catch Texas with their their "woe is me," and we caught the "we're gonna burn burn your town down," Texas. Um, we we uh, we had a false start on the very first play. You know, we we go out, we punt. Hey, we force Texas to punt. We've got that third down play where JT Daniels can coulda shoulda woulda run for a first down. Flips it to Mike Laughlin He gets hurt. JT on the next play would go for it on fourth down, and I like the fourth down call. Thought that was right. Um, and we're just slightly behind Bryce. You know, I, we we would say, you know, and I think I said as it happened, like JT's a little off, you know. But it's a catchable ball. Like Bryce's got to catch that. If you're the number one receiver, you got to catch that. No, no ifs ands or buts. Like that. That's a. When I play baseball, my my thought process is if I get a glove on it, I got to catch it. If you're a football player, you get your hands on it. You got to catch it, right. Texas, that Texas kind of figured out. Hey, we might be able to throw the ball here, and I broke it down on on my article. Like, like here's here's what we here's what Texas did, and you know we lined up and we had a, a three on two, but then Burks comes down, the wide receiver goes deep and gives the dude a double move, and it's ten yards open. Crap, that's not good. <laughs> and, and then. And honestly, I, that one wasn't too, too bad. I think Burks kind of got caught looking. But then the next play, I think, was probably the, this is not going to go well. Texas gets the ball back, and they run that, that wide receiver throw.
1: The gadget, and, yeah.
0: Yeah, and you looked at that thing. And first off, we had three guys on a single guy on the wide side. We had two on trips. And – when they threw that ball, all three guys were wide. They had three guys running. They had a tight end and, and a receiver on either side running deep, and all three were wide open with, I think, Burks playing the the deep safety going, I don't know who to cover because, like, <laughs> pick one and hope, right? And that, you know, it kind of at that point it was off to the races. So Texas came out firing. We, you know, once again, the secondary was just not up to snuff, not ready for it. Um and really that game was over probably after the second or third touchdown. You know, at that point, I think everyone was ready to just kind of get that thing over with and go home.
1: Yeah, man. So I'm watching, I'm, I was at a wedding. And so I'm, you know, I'm kind of watching through that lens where I'm, you know, interacting with people, looking down at a play, catching a play. And, uh, and yeah, you know, like, so the, the, first of all, I don't, I went, I kind of, I, I like the idea of us receiving to start the game. I think it shows we are confident. I, I don't hate that we came out throwing because we had guys open. Like you said, that third and two call, fourth and two call, both of them great play calls. You can't complain about that at all. You know, maybe, you, maybe you'd say you want to run the ball there, but, I mean, shoot, you had guys open in both situations, so clearly whatever we called worked. Um, and, yeah, and, and it's just like, shit, you know, those are the kind of plays we need to make if we're going to hold serve with these guys. And then, yeah, like you said, man, they um, – I don't know. It seems like they caught us a little bit off guard. Um by by how how committed to the past they were you know you coming in it's all you hear about is Bijan robinson you hear about roshan johnson um and right from the gun they they clearly they had no respect for their secondary and this is something so something we're gonna have to be ready for the rest of the way because it's not gonna get much easier but i don't think too many teams are gonna have very much respect for our secondary i think a lot of people are gonna think that they can go out and kind of just do what texas did because man the first touchdown uh, uh Like you said, Burks kind of got taken out of the play. McCormick got beat by 15 yards (laughs) on a 25-yard pass route. You know, um, dude's wide open. I think it was Jatavian Sanders. Jatavian caught the fourth touchdown as well to make it 28. And there was not even a West Virginia defender on the screen in the replay. And that was not a trick play or anything. It was just a a classic, you know, like 20-yard tight end seam route that you see 150 times every Sunday uh, when you're
0: watching the NFL. Um, You would not be suggesting that a tight end beat a West Virginia defense, would you? (laughs) But it's like but I don't know it, it, it,
1: what, it, we, we we were putting up zero resistance, man. and and you know that's yeah. it's not even surprising, right? We knew Texas had a game like this in them. Um, I probably wasn't buying the Alabama loss as much as a lot of people. I didn't think Alabama gave them their best shot. Um, Alabama had a ton of penalties in that game. But like this is the version of Texas where before the season, you're looking at their roster and you're just like, holy shit, this team could burn the conference down. You know, Mm -hmm. and we got their best shot. And, you know, it really does suck because maybe if they hold on against Texas Tech last weekend, maybe they do overlook us. Maybe they are looking ahead to Oklahoma for the Red River shootout. Uh, But they didn't and they didn't. And, man, they just blew our blew our fucking doors off, you know, 15 minutes into the game. There was like you said, man, there were chances. I think Neil Brown said this and, you know, it's the same old story. It's tough. It's tough to keep talking about this. Um, Like there, there were plays to be made. To keep it closer, right? Where, you know, maybe instead of 28-7 at halftime, it's it's uh 28-17 or 28-13, you know, even just a couple field goals to the point where you're going into halftime and you feel like it's manageable. But we just didn't make the plays. I don't know. I didn't think our receivers attacked the ball at all in the first half. Um you know, five drops, like we said. And I man, my least favorite thing in the entire world is when a guy drops a pass that the defensive back had nothing to do with and the guy celebrates like does the big like incompletion gesture and it's like (laughs) buddy you were three yards out of the play there man you had nothing you didn't have shit to do with that um got a little bit of that from Texas to their credit they did make some plays too but I I didn't feel like our receivers made it hard on him you know like Bryce didn't Bryce didn't body people the way that he usually does Jamison's a good cornerback but Jamison's 5'10 you know I kind of expected a little more from Bryce in that matchup Um, I thought Prather got the better of him a couple times, but you know, he dropped the ball too. So it's not like, you know, not like we were out there like covering ourselves in glory, but
0: so, so during the game, you know, I, I was watching it and my eye, I like, first off, I was worried about the line. Like the whole thing that I was worried about was the fact that Texas had like 195 pressures already. And we had like four, so I kept my eyes on the line. And after off the second touchdown, I kind of started watching. I I went away from the lines a little bit, started watching the receivers. And, you know, we were trying to run some bubble screens. We were trying to run some of those inside tunnel screens. And it was just like we were playing five on 12. Like Texas had three guys tackling us. And then when Texas would run the same play, you would see their one wide receiver was just taking the, the defensive back out of the play, and the dude would be running 10 yards. And I'm just sitting there going, like, that's a want to like that. That's an effort thing. You know, right. that, that is a put your head down, grit, try. And yeah, that was, they did not want to be there. I think everyone was just kind of like, man, I'm hot, I'm tired, I'm done. You know, Texas found out kind of really quickly. We didn't want to do it because there's no reason that we couldn't have competed more. Um, you know, like you said, we came out throwing. I And like you, I'm good with us throwing. Um you know, as much as everyone wants to to laud CJ Donaldson and laud our run game and everything, I think we're still, if your push comes to shove, I'm more comfortable with JT Daniels throwing the ball than I am with us handing it off to anybody, including CJ. Um, just because there's so many more things that can go wrong. You know, I feel like if JT Daniels is on and throwing the ball, like that's a 10, that's a 12, that's a 14 yard pass. Like we can yep. make some things happen here. So I was perfectly fine with us throwing the ball. Um, and usually, and in, in against someone like Texas, throwing the ball to set up the run is probably something that you can do, right? I think if you go in there and try and run the ball, you play into Texas's strength, which is their defensive line. Whereas if you try and run the ball against us, you kind of play into our strengths, which is our defensive line, especially because that's kind of what they really want to do is kind of clog up the lanes and take, take you away. So, you know, I was perfectly okay with this coming out and throwing. And, and to be honest, there were plays to be made. It's just... Once again, like we've had these same receivers for the last four years and, you know, when they're good, they're good. But when they're bad, they're bad. And it it just kind of seems like they get in a rut and they can't get they can't figure out how to get the bowling ball out, out of the, you know, out of the gutter, so to speak. Like once they get in there, that's it like that. That's the game you're getting. There's there's no no one's no one's over there pulling these guys over and saying, look, I'm fine get on my back today, you know, we're riding down this lane. And I I just, I don't know, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do anymore. You know, you're looking for someone to just kind of like someone grab this game by the throat and keep us in it. Right. Like we used to have those guys who would just, I refuse to lose. And if it's going to be, if it's going to be me and you, Jordan, then it's going to be me and you, you go get me the ball and I'm going to go score. Right. I don't see it
1: i think man the 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 most clear example of of that mentality is us fair catching every single kickoff, right, where it's like, dude, like it can't, it can't be that, but like I understand we've had some issues there. I understand like we've we've had some issues where you know we 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 return some stuff and we get caught inside the twenty, but at the same time, like when nothing else is going your way, the third phase is there for a reason, right I feel like just almost surrendering and then putting your head back down and 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 beating it back against the wall, almost, uh, you know, with the way that the the receivers were playing, it's like, dude, give somebody a chance to make a play on special teams or something. But, um, but we don't have we don't have anybody who we trust to do that. And so, I mean, that kind of it kind of you know really reemphasizes your point. Like, I hate that I hate that it's a thing. But who are we going to put out there? Who's going to make a play? We haven't seen anybody do it. Um, and man, it's tough with the receivers because. You know, I, I see a lot of people, message boards, all this stuff, talk about, well, you know, Neil Brown this or the receivers coaches haven't developed them a little bit. You know, as, as a dude who played receiver, I feel like a lot of their issues, you know, the drops, things like that, there's only so much that a coach can do. Like, I feel like to an extent, catching, catching the ball is something that is either natural for somebody or not. And if it's not, you know, you can improve it, but you're still going to have the kinds of – Things that, you know, kind of mental mistakes, kind of things like that where, you know, they're going to drop passes. And, and, you know, you look at these other like guys like David Sills, guys like Gary Jennings, you know, like the the generation before this, like those dudes were not were not highly rated out of, you know, out of high school either. Um, Nothing like that. And and so, you know, people point to them. It's like, well, look, they got better. And it's like, yeah, but they could always catch the ball. Catching the ball was never an issue for those guys. Right. Like. They got better at running routes, they got faster, they got stronger, but catching the ball was never an issue for them. And so, you know, like it and it just is for these guys. Like they've been, they've been the same. It's been the same core of receivers for 3 years and drops have been an issue since it's been since it's been them. And it's just you can't be surprised anymore.
0: Yeah, I always say with receivers, you know, certain guys are hands catchers. Certain guys have soft hands and you can watch it. Like that ball comes in and they have a natural feel of the ball. They pluck it it out of the air or they they cradle it when it comes down, you know, and other guys are body catchers. And if you're a body catcher, it's really hard to become a hand catcher because when push comes to shove and and you've got to rely on instinct, what's the first thing you're going to do. You're going back to to catching it with your body, you know? And so, you know, I, I coach all the time and, How many times do I work on a kid on trying to catch a ground ball or trying to run, you know, get in here and start with your inside leg? And When the game starts, what does he do? He does the same thing he's always been doing because that's what feels natural. and That's what he's used to. You know, it just there are certain things that I don't care how many times you work on it. They just fall back into those habits. So, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know. The only thing I could say at this point would just be I would be perfectly okay if we just gave everybody on the roster a chance. You know what? Let's see what Preston Fox can do. Let's see what Reese Smith can do. Let's see what, you know, Aaron, Jeremiah Aaron can do. What the heck, man? Just put them out there. And if they make mistakes, then so be it. Because (laughs) <laughs> what we're doing now is not working so it yeah. can't and, and if it's worse at least it's young guys making plays and maybe i can you know maybe i can get excited for that right because i like Prather's excited. exciting like you know you see stuff and you're going okay here in a couple of years maybe that's a fun one so you know put the young guys in let's just see what happens
1: and so i'd say that's kind of a positive we are seeing that on the defensive side of the ball right where you know you're seeing some older guys who literally couldn't play any worse finally kind of being held to account for it, right? That's been a criticism of Neil Brown over the first couple of years is, um, you know, maybe a little bit too loyal to, to older guys or, or to, you know, the presumed starters. Um, and so, yeah, no, I I mean, like you said, it, it can't hurt on offense to do the same thing, especially, you know, if Michael Laughlin's out for any significant period of time, uh, Brian Palende ain't it. That dude's been probably the worst player on the offense through five games. Um, so, you know, don't want him anywhere near the field um in any sort of the same volume that you would see uh that you would see O'Laughlin. So maybe, you know, I, I think I saw this on the message board, somebody saying, well, why don't we why don't we look at Bryce as kind of an inside receiver H kind of thing? Because he's got the body for that kind of thing. Um okay. and so, you know, maybe pressing Preston Fox is listed as a backup outside. Shoot, move Bryce inside. Let let Bryce play kind of, you know, as an offset tight end almost a little bit, um, and start running some of those routes. Maybe he can get some of that separation against linebackers that he can't, uh, or that he hasn't consistently gotten against defensive backs. You know, the guy's made plays, but lots of contested catches. So I don't know. I think we're going to have to get creative with that over the next couple of weeks, um, because Olafen plays a big role in the running game. Obviously, with C.J. Donaldson going going down, who knows when he's going to be back? The running game is going to be taking a hit, so we're going to need to like. There's going to be some adjustments over the next 13 days. Um, with with how the offense looks, I think to a, to a certain extent, uh, just because you know out of necessity, we've we've lost two important pieces, and and I think it's going to kind of change uh, change the dynamic over there a little bit.
0: It, it's absolutely going to change. Um, you know, don't be surprised. In my opinion, if the running grand, running game slows down significantly, I think yeah. Olafson is a much better blocker than you know people recognize, and he kind of gives you a you know you kind of have to figure out what he's doing before you can, uh, you, there you go. Yeah. you Kind of figure out what he's doing, you know, like, is he blocking or is he releasing or whatever? Um, you know, and like you said, pulling just, he's Sorry. not the guy we thought we were getting. Um, so yeah, you know, let's, let's put aside at this point, I am perfectly fine. If we just start, start everyone in a, in a double stack, and we start motioning left, right, and, and let's do triple triple motions throughout the, the offense and just figure out who's going to get open. You know what? It, we're going we're gonna to start over here, and James is going to run over to the right side, and then Bryce is going to run over there, and then Bryce is going to run back, and Fox is – you know, whatever. Let's just do something to get somebody open. Let's just it
1: let's works. throw somebody off. It works <laughs> against <laughs> us, right? It works against us. Right. right. Oh, man, you know, so –
0: so I will say, you know, having watched the game, like I said, I was watching the lines. That was my number one thing of like, how are we going to do? Because we've heard all you know, the last three years about how bad the line's been. I thought they played well. I didn't think they played yeah. great, but I thought they played well. I was seriously concerned that JT Daniels was going to be running for his life. And he was hit a couple of times. You know, yeah, yeah,
1: I think three sacks, maybe two, two additional hits or something like that.
0: But yeah, for the most part, I mean, I think the line is starting to prove that they're not—they're not, they're, they're not this, this awful thing that they were last year. So you know, that's yeah. one thing that I'm starting to get excited about is okay. I feel like we can protect Daniels. I feel like we're, we're giving him time. So you know, if, if that's the case, and Texas was a good line, you know, I—they were good. Virginia yeah. Tech, I thought, was kind Big. of a tiger there. They were not you know, they had the numbers and they were going to get after you, but I, I, I wasn't as worried about their line. I was worried about Texas's line and, you know, we held up, we kind of did what we needed to do. So I'm in, I'm encouraged by that. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. I had that. I had that written down as, as a positive. Um, didn't, didn't dominate on either side, but held their own. Right. Like kind of, I'd say, I'd say pushed, pushed with, with Texas. You know, I was a little, I was a little disappointed and I know that, again, this, this is something I want to talk about a little bit more here in a second. Um, Defensive line didn't dominate Texas's offensive line the way that I kind of expected them to. Um, and you know, I think this certainly isn't the reason we lost Dante stills got held into oblivion on at least three of their big plays to the point where, you know, he's, he's through the line and has a guy draped on his back. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. for, for, for more than one second, I, I honestly, I'm watching this and I ripping my hair out. Can't believe they're not calling the play calling a hold. Um, you know, so he was winning his matchups, but yeah, it was they I guess like the thing I'd say they like we don't really try and get pressure that much. And Texas Texas didn't really give us the opportunity, right? They didn't start running the ball until kind of, you know, late third quarter into the fourth quarter. Um, really, I didn't I didn't think that's kind of when they started, you know, really handing it off to Bijan there trying to get him over 100 yards or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean just the lack of pressure from this front uh, has, has just been kind of concerning because, man, the guys on the back end have shown that they can't cover, <laughs> right? right? And so the the way, in my head, the way that you solve that is you give the guy less time to find somebody who's open. You, g- yep. you give the opposing quarterback. And, and so, you know, I don't know why we haven't leaned into that more. Um, but, sorry, to get back to my original point. Yeah, offensive line was, I thought, I mean, we won the second half and Texas didn't really... Take their foot off the gas. I don't think until kind of like mid fourth quarter, um, and so I thought it was good that the, you know the team keeps fighting. That's good. Um, any individual performances stand out to you?
0: <laughs> to be honest, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, when, when when you're by the time we were done, no. Um, just let's just check the box score here. Um, I mean, I will say I thought Justin Johnson looked good. Um, he did. You know, I, I I think it's kind of pretty clear, like, when all three are healthy, Donaldson's your number one, Johnson's your number two, Mathis is your change of pace. Um, you know, he's probably the guy you put down, put in on third down, you know, that type of thing. Um, you know, it, it, it's weird because you look at the box score and you say, okay, well, Bryce had 893, uh, Sam James had 786, Prather had 8. For 40 but you know like we, we got the guys who needed to catch the ball we got them the ball yeah they just they dropped they dropped the big ones and, and they didn't just no big plays
1: players. yeah no big plays uh, they 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 out big play i mean explosive play battle they absolutely destroyed us um because yeah. like you said they didn't, uh, i mean there wasn't an ass whipping one way or the other up front really the way that they beat us is they just went over the top of us
0: yeah i i, I did like you know the few times that, that you see it's even it's interesting you go back and you watch that first touchdown and Coba, Car- Card has Koba right in his face. He's blitzing and Coba puts a hit. I think it's Coba. It may have been Cox. No,
1: it's Koba, yeah.
0: But, you know, he's got somebody in his face and he takes a hit. You know, I mean, he, the dude, dude puts his shoulder on him and plants him. Card does what good QBs do. Stand in there, take a hit, throw a dime, touchdown. Right. So I like that we were blitzing Kogba. I think that's probably his more natural position. He's probably a Sam at this point.
1: Not a, I, not I had player. I had him written down, Kogba the Attacker, as my as one of my positive notes. Um, so there was that play, and then there was one play where Card was rolling out and Kogba just closed on him in half a second and sacked him. Uh, I don't know if you remember that but he was rolling to his right and like, didn't, didn't look like he was too worried about Kogba. and Cogba is just like, okay. Uh, and just like threw him down and it's like, dude, where the f- hell has that bike by- where, where has that guy been? And it's just, you can tell when he's not thinking you see the athleticism, right? Yep. And so, um, you know, <clears throat> this is, this is one of the things that maybe I, I, I think about, you know, if I'm Neil Brown over the next, next couple of weeks, um, how how do I get him playing downhill like that? Do I do I blitz him more frequently if I leave him at the mic? Or do I look at him at bandit maybe? Like, you know, if you're gonna say, okay, you need to be on the box with, you know, kind of a you know, an attacking mentality. You need to be, you need to be coming downhill. Like maybe you look at him, if we're gonna insist on playing a bandit, um, nobody else has done it well. Why would we not try that guy? Because clearly there's clearly something in there, right? Um, well. And it has not it has not flashed as often as you would like. But when it has flashed, it's just like holy shit! This guy, there, there's a player there, mm-hmm. and we just need to get him. <laughs> we we need to get him out of his own head, and we need to get him, you know, kind of flown to the right spots. But man, when he when he opens up the throttle in open field, he is impressively fast. When he hits people, he's impressively physical. It's just too often he's he's been a step off the play because it looks like you can see the little the little loading thing. Uh, you know, above his head where it's like he's processing what's going on. And so we need to figure out how to how to get that. The other person who's like that for me is um, Hershey McLaurin, man. That dude, every time that guy pops off the screen athletically, man. And there were there were two different times in the second half when Texas started riding Bijan, where Hershey just squared up on Bijan one on one in the open field and just put him right on his ass. Like, mm-hmm. like, did not fall forward for additional yards, did not pass go, did not collect two hundred dollars. Where it's like holy, like there's a player in there as well, and it's just like, dude, we got to teach, put these guys in positions to be successful because clearly they're they're plus athletes, you know, they're plus athletes. They can tackle people. We just got to get them in the right damn spots, man. And I, you know, I don't know if it's position change or if we change the way that we're currently deploying their 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 current position or what, but like, it, it doesn't feel like we're getting the best out of out of. I mean, a lot of people on defense, but but you know, there's a couple specifically where it's like, man, those guys could be really good if we could yeah. figure out what to do with them.
0: It's like we got the Ferrari and we decided to go drive in New York.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, no shit though. That's that's how I feel about McLaurin, man. Every that like, I think he 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 missed one tackle against Texas. I think if you look at PFF, that's the first tackle he's missed this year. So like, this guy hits people; they go down. He's fast. He's like one of the few guys in the secondary. Dude, we hear all this. Bullshit over the summer about how fast the secondary is. He's the one guy where it's like he's closing down on people in open field. You know, he's not yeah. he's not like taking an angle. He's like attacking them. And, and man, we, we yeah. just need to we need to figure out what to do with them. Because
0: maybe at this point you put Koba at, at Bandit and you put McLaurin at Spear and you say, guess what, guys? You know, you're rushing.
1: Yeah. I mean, dude, that's what we did with that's what we did with like KJ Dillon, Kaiser White. Those guys yeah. were in the back, like those guys were defensive back hybrid players who played behind the line of scrimmage in the box. You know what I mean? Like, yep. so yep.
0: You, you're take you're t- if they were on a screen, your your goal is to just blow the thing. I don't even care if you if you make a tackle, man. Just go blow it up, right? Yep. You're gonna have one guy blocking and one guy catching. Go between them. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Nah. It's it. It's it's tough, you know. There's there's certainly talent there, and that's the hard part. You can see yep. when it flashes that there is talent. There's talent on all three levels, but for whatever reason, we're we're either putting them in the wrong position, we're giving them too much information, and making them okay. we we'll read read the running back, read the guard, read the read the tight end, and then decide what what they're doing. Yep. You know, or uh, the only other thing that really frustrates me is when we talk about it time and time and time again, you hear the coaches say, well, they, they did stuff that we hadn't seen on film. And I'm just sitting here trying to figure out why is it if the guys motion, if the guys show up in trips or they show up and stack, or they show up in a swinging gate or whatever other formation comes out, there's not just somebody going, okay, base cover two, base cover yeah. two, right? Like why, why is there just not, Hey, cool, I don't know what's going on here. Everyone just run a base cover two or a base cover three. See Whatever what our base and, is, yeah. And, we we and run just, a lot of
1: matchup quarters. Like, yeah, just everybody chill. We'll yeah. figure it out.
0: Yeah, just everyone go zone, see what happens. Like, okay, come back and talk about it. But it just seems like it, it takes us a half. Like, oh, okay, this is what they're doing. So this is how we're going to attack it. Like, well, wh- why does it take a half? Why does it take, like, why is there just not a, okay, go base, Leslie comes over and says, okay, cool. You, you, you figured it out. You saw what to do. We're going to do this, right? Like, it just – it seems like if you, you can catch us, our guys are just standing there going, I don't know what's going on. Like, everyone's flat-footed, and, and it's just – it you know, it's Pop Warner versus versus high school.
1: Yeah, man. It's – uh so – this is, this is one of the, one of the, I'd say you like fair criticisms is, is it's like, why, why are we so bad at playing chess to an extent, right? Kansas comes out, Kansas comes out and f- is fully leaning into a triple option. All right. We didn't have any film on film on that. That's fine. But like, we've just looked like we'd never, you know, seen anything like that before. Like, you know, I mean, they hang 55 on us um, and then you come into this game and you know, it's Texas, right? Okay, so they they're, they're outside zone team. They do a lot of a lot of cool shit off of that. Um but like the these guys all talk about how the tape doesn't lie, right? Our tape through the four game through four games, if you know, if tape doesn't lie, our tape through four games says our secondary is the weakest point of our team by far. Why would we not expect a team that has the weapons that Texas has to come out throwing, right? And it didn't look like we were prepared for that at all. And it's just, you know, I I It's just like, how (laughs) didn't that occur to you, man? You know, to to quote the dude a little bit like uh, and and so, you know, that's frustrating. And I I assume that it won't happen again. I'm going to I'm going to give benefit of the doubt and assume because like, holy shit, at this point, everybody's going to everybody who can is going to try and do that to us. And so, you know, 13 days till Baylor. We got to, we got to figure out what we're going to do about that shit. Like, so like 13 days, I mean, what, how would you, how would you like us to spend our time? Like if you're Neil Brown, what would you be focused on?
0: So my message to the team is probably, okay, guys, deep breath. It's, we can still do everything we need to do. Yeah. It was one game. It was a bad game. Every now and then you talk about this of, Hey, this is a throwaway game, right? We're not even gonna look at the tape. This is a crumple it up, throw it away, like, you know, hey guys, we're we're going to we're gonna talk about this and then we're we're never gonna bring this up again because this is not who you are. I trust that you're better. Um uh, secondary-wise, I'm probably just running base two, base three. You know, I'm I'm not gonna ask them to do anything more than something simple, kind of like what we did in, in twelve and thirteen of just Hey guys, here is the basics. Just run the basics every single play until we can figure. Till you guys get used to it, and you know, I'm always backpedaling here. I'm always covering this side, and you get used to seeing it all the time, and then we can start figuring out something else. Um, I think wide receivers. I think I'm playing. If if you want to play wide receiver in West Virginia, come on down. You know what? I'm gonna put you in here, and if you can prove you can catch a ball while getting popped by a two hundred and forty pound linebacker, you're gonna play. I'm gonna give you a chance. Um, I don't know that you need to do much on offense. I think the offense is good. I, you know, yeah. Um, and the only thing I can say on defense is stop being on your heels and, and take a Tony Gibson mentality and say, if you're going to beat me, you're going to beat me when I send all eleven. right? I'm going to send, I'm going to send guys and I'm going to send them every play and I'm going to dare you to pick them up. And if that means that, that's. McLaurin is is running on two one. I'm going to take my chances because I'm thinking I'm going to start getting to you. And I'm, you know what? If that's the case, you know, if we go out and we lose the next seven games, but we start blitzing nonstop and we start playing uh, press man, and you know, the quarterbacks are just so good that they're they're willing and able to stand in there and take the shots and deliver these these things downfield. Hats mm-hmm. off to them. Because they're still college kids. They're still 20, 21, 22 years old. They make mistakes. And I have always been of the opinion that I would rather force mistakes than let you than make the mistake. So, uh, you know, that would be my thing. I, th- I think you, you hit it on the head. Let's let's get attacking. Let's just go in here and say, you know what? If you're going to beat me, you're going to beat me playing 100 miles an hour. And I'm going to dare you to be perfect every single time.
1: Dude, look at look what we, we uh, kicked the shit out of Patrick Mahomes twice here by doing that exact thing. Right. Look at that guy now, you know, it's not like, it's not like he was a bad player then. Right. We just didn't give him any time to do anything. We just got, you know, and and so, yeah, I think, so the notes I had, take the training wheels off the defense, man. We, you know, we've, we've been running that matchup quarter shit and we're still getting beat deep Busts are still happening. So get, get after people, start getting after people, send, send Kogba. send McLaurin, um, I think in the secondary, man. For me, McCormick has played himself off the field. I've seen as much of that guy as I, as I care to see. Um, Ajayi, I'm down with him still playing in a rotation, uh, you know. But I think, man, through five games. So, so here's here's my five: um, some mixture of Burks, Wilson, Lamp, Spells, McLaurin, and Floyd. Um, and maybe you mix Mumu. Maybe you mix Malinger in there. But I think that first five—Burks, Lamp, Spells, McLaurin, Floyd—that that's your most athletic five, right? Yep. Um, Wilson, Lamp, Spells both have the physical tools to play close to people. You don't have to play them ten yards off the line of scrimmage. They're not going to be. They they can run with people, and so you know if you're going to do like do that Tony Gibson thing, you know. Even even if we're playing cover three, it's gonna be a it's gonna be an in your face fucking cover three. It's gonna be an in your face quarters. Get them up on people. Don't give free releases, make it uncomfortable. And then, you know, Burks Burks has been solid as hell this year. He's like the one guy in the secondary which is just like, okay, no notes on that guy. That guy's he's fine. He's been good in coverage. You know, he got super unlucky on that on that deflected touchdown to worthy. Um Thought he, he, made was a, there, right? he was there. He made a good play on the ball. You know, the only thing catch, catch it, I guess would have been a hell of an interception. Um, but he's, he's, a, he's a good open field tackler. Um, McLaurin, I've already kind of, you know, said, said my piece about him. I think he's man, if that guy ever figures it out, he's going to be a hell of a player. And then Floyd did the same way, man. Floyd gets beat as often as anybody for me, but he's also, he, he makes plays. He, he tackles people in open field one-on-one. Um, you know, he's another guy where it's like, dude, the 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 loading thing is just above his head. We just need to get him to stop thinking, man. Because when he's playing downhill, when he's not thinking, you can clearly see it's like, okay, that guy was a FCS or that guy was an FCS All American. Like, no, like he can play for us, right? And it's just like the mental mistakes. You know, we got to get out of our own way there. But I'm rocking with that five as my starting. I'm figuring. I don't know. I'm just figuring out the positions later, I guess, to to a certain extent. <laughs> but uh,
0: and honestly, it may be something as simple as. Hey, look, Burks and, and Floyd, you're playing deep. You know, Lamp and, and Spells, you're Corners. playing up, and Floyd, McLaurin,
1: you're just getting yeah, after people.
0: Yeah, yeah, McLaurin, we're, we're, you're you're tra- you're trailing some guy, and you know, hey, if it's three on two, then you guys are playing zone over here, and you're playing press. You know, it seems like it would be a really really simple. Like maybe it's my mentality, but like when I played, my whole th- I, I hated playing zone. I hated backpedaling and trying to attack trying to attack as a guy, you know, was catching the ball. I would much rather get up in there, put my hands on somebody, you know, and jam them. like I would much rather be the guy forcing you off your route and making you go do something about it than yep. sitting back waiting. And that's just always been my, my thought. So, you know, me, it's always been let's get up in there, let's put our hands on these guys and you know, forcing
1: a to beat you, man. Like you said. First, Like you said,
0: it's just one of those, I think like you have to know your team. Maybe, maybe our guys are are prefer to be in zone. Maybe, maybe they're faster and they feel like, you know, Hey, I can read the route and whatnot. And if that's it, then let's do that. But you know, if, if they're like me, I want to get my hands on you and I'm much more willing to sit here and fight you. And I'm going to make you, you know, if you want to run an out, good luck because you're not going to, you're not going to get the steps on me. Right. I'm going to jam you. I'm going to hit you. I'm going to, going to do the things. You know, and if you want to go deep, then cool. We're we're gonna go deep, but you're you're gonna have to sit here and fight you. You know, you start shading them to the outside, you start kind of pushing them out. You know, and hey, good things happen when when you when you force somebody to beat you.
1: So, Dude, look, I mean, look at look at the way Texas played us, man. Right? I I felt like there was pass interference. You can't call pass interference on every play. You can't call defensive holding on every play. It's that Chris Paul mentality, man. I'm gonna foul you 30 times, and they're gonna call like four of them. You know, yep. just because like that, you know, because you can't do it. Look at the way, look at the way Oklahoma State has played, uh, played, you know, the last several years. Uh, you, you know, they, look at the way they play us. Look at the way TCU, play. like all these teams, they're, they're just handsy as shit. And you can't, you can't throw a flag on every play. A flag is not going to get thrown on every play. Um, Pitt did the same thing, you know, and, and it's like, why, why not, man? We get, we, we have the dudes with the physical tools to do it and we've been playing quarters is as prevent defense as you can play without playing actual prevent so defense rusty. and we're yep. still getting beat deep so we, <laughs> who cares who cares yep who cares you know make make some plays on first and second down and then run your quarters shit you know yep. when it's third and 16 um yep. so I don't know, man. I think that's the – you're right. Offense has been fine. I think that's the biggest thing that I'd, that I'd like to see is just like, man, we don't owe, we don't owe these transfers anything. We owe we owed them the shot that they've gotten through the first five games. They have, they have not popped uh, the way that we needed them to. And so now it's time to just like throw the young dudes out there, throw the kids who are athletic out there, and let them take their lumps because we've been taking lumps either way. Let them take their lumps this year so that we're not doing the same thing again Uh, You know, October 3rd, 2023 of like, man, boy, it'd be great if Spells could get some reps in there. You know, like, like, just do it. Put them
0: out there. You know know what? If you play the young guys and we lose and we're two and five or whatever, you know, maybe they start making plays because now they're starting to get in there and you start saying like, okay, well, you know, we lost, we lost to Baylor by 25 and then we lost to, to TCU by by 14 and we lost to Iowa state by, by eight. And you start kind of seeing that, Hey, we're, we're losing, but we're not losing by much. And all of a sudden figuring you know, out. yeah. Yeah. The light comes on, you know, and you go in and you say, all right, fine. We go play Oklahoma and maybe that's the year you beat them. And then you play, you know, Oklahoma state and, and you pull off an upset, like give the guys a chance.
1: Dude. And honestly, if I'm Neil Brown, isn't that the best way to like really, you know, we could lose the next, Uh, seven games either way right Mm -hmm. and so you know job security wise don't you have a little bit more ground to stand off if you say yeah yeah we yeah we lost nine games this year you know whatever but we bring back everybody on offense and everybody on defense because hey i played i played the young guys for the second half of the year And and they showed flashes right um so yeah and, and yeah. all of a
0: sudden that that returning production looks like ninety eight or ninety nine percent right and then we win ten got-
1: next year, baby. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah. All right, well, anything else on Texas?
0: Nah, it's been forty minutes
1: forty minutes of Texas. <laughs> all right uh so let's do uh let's do a little uh we'll go around the big twelve recap quickly. um so early game. I, I missed a lot of this one in the car driving to Richmond for the wedding. Um, TCU absolutely <laughs> uh, runs the train Holy on on Oklahoma. Um, Holy and
0: cow! From, from, from what was- I
1: yeah, like not even as close as it ended up. Honestly, right? Like, oh, I, and from you know from based on Discord, based on the, the group chat, the group text that I was in, it's like Oklahoma is getting every call and still just got the shit kicked out of them. I think 55-24 final.
0: Um, yeah, so so reading off some real quick stats here. TCU had 29 first downs. Oklahoma had 22. Oklahoma had seven penalties. TCU had four. TCU had the ball 32 minutes. Oklahoma had the ball 27 minutes. All of that right there sounds like, hey, this is probably a 35, 28, yeah. you know, 42, 41. TCU had 668 total yards. <laughs> Oklahoma at three fifty five. There's your difference. <laughs> just,
1: burned, just burned the house down, man. TCU TCU looks good, man. I wasn't sold on them coming into that game, and and I I, I am sold on them. I'm, I'm not. Sure. Oklahoma might be real shitty. Um,
0: I, I think that's it's a little bit of both. I, I like T, Max yeah. Dugan. Dugan has finally kind of you know he's got figured some it out. He's, he's starting to figure it out. I don't it think out. Oklahoma is is as good as they should be. So. 300-300 for TCU. Three hundred passing, three hundred rushing. Like good for you boys. Yep. I mean, if you're gonna yep. do it to somebody, do it to do it to Oklahoma.
1: Yep. Yep. So Oklahoma 0 went to in the conference, just like us. Bottom 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 feeders, dude. Bottom, bottom, feeders. <laughs> bottom feeding Oklahoma Sooners. Um all right, then we had uh so we had Kansas continues to win. Kansas clearly did it you know, if I had known that like killing uh ten live chickens or a goat or something preseason would have <laughs> secured the luck that <laughs> Kansas had, like so they win fourteen to eleven. They beat Iowa State. Iowa State misses three field goals. Um, you know, I kind of felt this way uh, against Duke last week. There, there are cracks, like in, in Kansas, a little bit. Like yep. they they look really good. Um, Jalen Daniels is, is is amazing. There's there's no two ways about it. But like, seems like teams are maybe starting to figure them out a little bit. Um, and I'm not sure. You know, it's been a fun ride, right? It's been a fun ride, but they keep winning. Uh, but, but again, you know, I wish, I wish, I, I like, I would, I would do terrible things to a variety of live animals if it, if, if, we, you know, if we finish nine and three this year. So I wish I had gotten that memo.
0: Yeah, I, that's tell your kids about five and no Kansas. Like, Jesus Christ! Just two hundred and thirteen yards of total offense, hundred passing, one hundred and twelve rushing. You know, Jalen Daniels had. Nothing. They couldn't do anything. When I turned it on in the middle of the third quarter, it was just—it was like watching old Big Ten football. Run up the middle. Run up the middle. Run up the middle. Punt. Run Run up the middle. Run up the middle. Run up the middle. Punt. Like they didn't do anything. They had like 25 yards in the second half. But hey, college kickers, right? So good for Kansas. Glad they're ranked. Glad to see them. You know, getting game day. Like good for them it's going to break their heart when Lance Leopold goes to, to Nebraska. It's going
1: to suck. You know, on that note, man, I feel like a lot of people are thrown out the, like all oh, Kansas has already turned it around in two years. And it's like, no, they've caught lightning in a bottle with Jalen Daniels is what they've done. And they're not two years into a rebuild. They're, they're 11 years into a rebuild. Um, and it's still discouraging. It's still discouraging. I get that. I get that. I would love to be five and zero. super cool for them. Uh, but I, but I feel like that needs to be noted. Um, all right, then we have so Kansas State, Texas Tech. Kansas State wins, you know, you know, pretty pretty comfortably, two possession win, 37-28. Uh, Martinez, Adrian Martinez again, pretty solid 12 carries for 171 yards and three touchdowns. That's that's the quarterback, Adrian Martinez, for Kansas State. So, just Kansas State back Kansas stating is hard as they've ever Kansas stated, I would say. Like Colin Klein, <laughs> the offensive coordinator, and and boy, do they just look like just a nice vintage 2012 model Kansas State Wildcats football team. Do they, out they there.
0: ever like if Colin Klein could have like hand-picked a quarterback, Adrian Martinez was it, right? Like that's just exactly what they want to do, just that hard nose run the ball and then hit you when you're not looking with the pass. Like good for them. Good for them. Like that one kind of went the way I thought it. I, I yeah. thought that was going to be an easy win for Kansas State. It, it kind of was, Um, you know. I mean, yeah, I mean kind of not. Like, it was a game for three quarters, and then they kind of turned it on at the end. Fourth but, quarter, yeah, yep fourth quarter yeah like but but good for them like adrian martinez looks like he's a load. not looking forward to that game no um, no not at all but yeah like
1: that's a, it's a bad matchup for us
0: watch um, out for the sunflower ball
1: yeah i was uh i was i was joking with Jay, uh with joel last week i was like man it's literally like colin klein just fired up ncaa football on on playstation <laughs> and he's just like oh look at this this is adrian why i know what i'm doing out here you know like literally, could not. It, Martinez is just his avatar out there,
0: basically. Um, call, I'm calling my shot now. November 26, Kansas versus Kansas State for the, the conference championship. So, I would be
1: super down with that. I would be very down like, with that. Right, like, like we're we're clearly not going to be there, so why not just have it be <laughs> just uh, as much chaos as possible? Right. All right, then we have so Oklahoma State coming off the bye little uh big 12 championship game rematch and um <clears throat> i thought i mean oklahoma state handled business dude they look they so i did not watch the game live i watched the condensed replay on youtube and holy shit dude they just they look they're they're terrifying uh you know they they yeah. lost so many dudes um on defense they lost a lot of guys offensively and it's just dude my, you know they don't get enough credit as a program as they should like in the Mike Gundy era, th- th- this is a top 10 program in America. I-, I think both in terms of wins, um, you know, just wins per season, all, all this stuff. Like they just keep on trucking out good football teams, man. It, it just they, doesn't they even really seem to matter. Do.
0: They really, really do. Like I, I was really interested in that game. I was really Same. curious to see how good is Baylor? Like just how good is Oklahoma state? I mean, they played, Central Michigan, Arizona State, Arkansas, and Pine Bluff—like, you know—are they good or are they Virginia Tech who just got to beat up on some really bad teams?
1: Because they didn't like—they didn't blow those teams out. I mean, they they beat them soundly, but like those teams put up some points on them. You know, and they like
0: Central Michigan was fifty-eight forty-four. Yeah, right. So, what was the year that Oklahoma State was eleven and one and like should have been in the BCS Bowl? But they lost to Iowa State, and so everyone always used that against them. You remember that year? You know what year I'm talking about? Uh, was it like
1: 2015? 2011. Okay.
0: 2011, when they had when they had Whedon, they lost to okay. Iowa State, 37-31, double overtime. Like, yeah. That that's that's what they remind me of right right now. They remind me of that 2011 team. Just they got players all around. Like they got a nasty defense.
1: The defensive line is is just ridiculous, dude. It's just ridiculous. So
0: it's gonna feel really good when we beat them in November <laughs> and ruin any chance. That's what I'm calling it out, we, really we, we
1: beat them. We to go three and nine and close the scene. <laughs> just, just absolutely <laughs> pull one out of the deep dark recesses of our butts, um, man. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I, you know, so I think Joel and I a couple weeks ago kind of said, uh, you know, the Big Twelve. Maybe it's just one big giant tier. I feel like I feel like it's starting to normalize a little bit, where you have. So we're at the bottom, obviously. Us, I was, yeah. I would say Iowa State is at the bottom. Um, then I think you have Texas Tech, Texas, Oklahoma, Baylor as kind of that middle, and then you have Oklahoma State. I think Oklahoma State's the front runner now. Um, yeah. TCU, that offense looks ridiculous. Um, Kansas five and zero, and then Kansas State four and one. I, I feel like that's kind of the top, the top tier. Uh, what do you, what do you think? You kind of feel feel similarly? Yeah, I've little bit.
0: I've got it as three. You know, I think I've got Oklahoma State, and you know, I had Baylor. I'm, I'm still kind of watching Baylor a little bit, but I'd probably go Kansas State. I'd, I'd go Oklahoma State as just number one. Um, kind of clear cut right now. I think there's Baylor, and then really two through eight is is kind of a big mix. I think you can kind of make a, a, a statement of like, well, Kansas State and Baylor are probably closer to the top on that one. But I think it's all really a big mix. And then you got us and Iowa State. Like I, you know, it would not surprise me that at the end of the year, Oklahoma State is, uh, you know, nine and three. Wouldn't yeah. surprise me at, in the least if Texas is nine and three. Wouldn't surprise me in the least if Baylor ends up, you know, eight and four, or nine and three as well. Like every single one of those teams is very capable of getting on a run and just going, right? They've all got the talent to do it. Yep. Um, I would, Kansas State, like Kansas is most likely making a bowl at this point. They're five and no, oh, they just got to win one, you know, yep. but I think they probably end up six and six, seven and five. They're probably middle of the pack at this point. Kansas State's probably eight and four, which is still great for them, but I, you know, there's probably some losses coming, you know. I, I, think I think us and Iowa state are fighting for the bottom. I think Oklahoma state's fighting for the top and everyone else is in between.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I agree with it. Um, so this is going to be a, a, a decent segue into, uh, into kind of our big 12 uh, precap, our look ahead. Um, but I'm watching the, I'm watching the Texas Oklahoma game. So they play red river shootout uh, this Saturday at noon. Um, I'm watching that with a lot of interest, man. Cause the the version of Texas that we got, the version of Texas that Alabama got, is probably the second best team in the conference behind Oklahoma State, I would say. Like if they're if they play like that every week, and so I guess th- this is not a team that anybody in the conference wants to see get up ahead of steam. I guess is kind of where I'm going with this. So if they you know come out, build off of, and man, they were they were di- kind of beating the shit out of Texas tech too, right? Coming off of that Alabama game and then just, you know, whatever happened happened, but you know, they take our game, they build that into, they, they should beat Oklahoma. I think, right. They should like, they should beat Oklahoma pretty good. If they beat Oklahoma pretty good and get onto a little bit of a role, they're a team that I wouldn't be surprised. Like you said, to get up there eight, nine, maybe even 10, you know, maybe just, maybe just win out. Right. Cause I mean, they're they're going to be more talented than every single team that they play the rest of the way. Um,
0: yeah. yeah, I mean, with Texas, I think. Yeah, I would I would agree that they they look like they're the better team. You know, I was I was curious about what they would do with us. It's very possible that we're the springboard to them, and that they they just kind of now hit their stride. They got uh, they got Oklahoma. They they should beat Iowa State, and then they they got Oklahoma State to finish out October. You beat Oklahoma State. Their Final Four is Kansas State, TCU, Kansas, Baylor. If that, if that version gets on a roll yeah i, I could see him finishing 10 and two you know yep. it, it looks like they're you know if that version comes to play every week that's a tough team to beat. that's just a really
1: man tough i team to beat. i was just really impressed by uh by the by the defense um so i you know i expected the front to be good but man the back end the back end uh, uh looked really solid the defensive backs were closing fast really impressed um tomarvin overshone like that guy's he's Always been an amazing athlete. It looks like he's kind of figuring out how to play linebacker a little bit. Um, felt like he was everywhere against us. So, yeah, definitely keeping my eye on that. Uh, so Texas six and a half point under or sorry six and a half point favorites in that game. You, you see him covering that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I think that's a ten points. Per, I think that's a ten point win.
1: I, I, think, I think so. That's a,
0: that's a good one for him.
1: I think so too. All right. Then we have you alluded to it. Game day in Lawrence for. Number seventeen TCU at number nineteen Kansas. They rank Kansas. The cowards ranked them. Hey Kansas! All right. Good for All them. Right.
0: I'm I'm so excited for them. Like that's that's a that's a fun. Like just no matter what happens, man. Like good for Kansas. Like that's what makes college football fun.
1: hundred percent, man. hundred percent. I like I said. I would I would kill. I would do horrible things to live animals to to if we mm-hmm. would be five and zero hosting game day this week. So. Um, okay. Yeah, so Kansas coming in. Uh, six and a half point dogs on their own field after TCU lit Oklahoma on fire last week, um, which seems fair. I don't know. What do you think? Fair, fair line? I,
0: I, I probably, probably given given what we saw transpire last week, Kansas struggled against Iowa State. TCU blew the doors off of Oklahoma. So that's no. probably a fair line. I think Kansas, I think Kansas covers. You know, that's probably more like a 27 24 game, one way or the other. Um, it's kind of what that feels, unless just somebody gets on wrong. But, you know, I think that was probably the best version of TCU that we're going to see. Yeah, I don't think they're as good. I don't think they're six hundred yard total offense guys every single week. Um, so, I think TCU wins, but I think Kansas covers on that one.
1: Yeah, man, I think so. I almost think somewhere in the twenties feels a little low, man. You know, Kansas defense is. A little shaky. TCU's offense is great. And then, like, if you are going to say, I mean, the Kansas' offense is definitely the strength of the team. So, I don't know. I see that maybe getting into the into the 30s. Um, are we looking at a,
0: a Baylor WVU 2012?
1: I don't know about all that. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all that. There's not that much firepower out there. but um,
0: first, first one to 100 wins.
1: Yeah, that, 100 would probably do it. <laughs> Kansas gets to 100 I would go out on a limb and say they're probably going to win. Um but no no no. I'm so I'm I'm expecting that to be a super fun game. Um one of those where I, you know I'm I'm that's that's where my attention is going to be. I could give two shits about Texas and Oklahoma. I'm not going to give them a second of my attention. Um Yeah. I, I think that, I said earlier, I'm going to pay attention to it. What I really mean is I, I'm curious to see what the score ends up being in that game. Cause I'm definitely going to be watching Kansas and TCU. So yeah,
0: absolutely. Like, definitely excited for that one. Excited to see the signs, excited to see the fans, like just excited, for, for game day and Lawrence. Like that's, I remember when, when we've had it, you know, that's just, it's, it's fun. It's always fun to me. It's always fun when they go to new places. I'm so glad they went to happy state. I'm so glad they've gone, you know, Outside of Bama, Ohio State, Michigan, like Dead. take me to all across the country. That's what gaming is about. So excited for that one.
1: Hundred percent. All right. Three thirty. We have Texas Tech traveling to number seven Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State ten point favorites in that one. Uh, what's your uh, What's your take on that game?
0: Uh, I think I think Oklahoma Oklahoma State runs away on that one. I think that that's one of those like it could easily be a a 24-3 game like it was against us last year, you know, where they just kind of snuff us out and, and get out of it, they could, easy, I, they could easily put up 55. I think Oklahoma State runs away on that game. Like, Texas Tech is good. They're not that good. And it would not surprise me in the least if the Tech QB throws two or three interceptions and, you know, all of a sudden, it, it, Oklahoma State has 12 or 13 possessions.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, man, and that, that guy, Donovan Smith, dude, he runs so hot and cold. When he's on, he's, he's, he's great. But when he is off... Man that guy just makes some really some really bad throws. Um yeah, I, I think I think that I agree. 10 I think Oklahoma State covers 10 at home. That defensive line is just going to be out there feasting. Um Tex Tex probably going to throw the ball 50 times. Um, like, you know, like you said, get,
0: that that could get really ugly. Like there, there, there's an ugly potential to that game.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You just, you, you get, I mean, shit, kind of the same script we saw with us, uh, with us last Saturday, right? You, you have, you know, two or three possessions in a row where shit we didn't hit any of the passes that we threw and all of a sudden, you know, six minutes of actual game time of pass and Oklahoma skates scored two or three touchdowns. Um, yep. so yeah I think uh, think Oklahoma State definitely wins that probably covers the ten um, and then 730 prime time uh, number 20 Kansas State travels to Iowa State um only two and a half point favorites though what do you uh, what do you think there
0: a little surprised there uh, you know like we said Adrian Martinez is is Colin Klein 2.0 it looks like yeah um, I'm curious if it's if, if Iowa State's going to wear their blackout uniforms. If this is going to be a blackout game for them, you know we've seen what that looks like in Ames. That's not a fun it. place to be. Campbell's a good coach. I expect you know he slowed down Kansas. So line's probably a little little low. Uh, you know I think Kansas State wins. It's probably 24-20 or something like that. Um, but yeah, that that that's a game where nightmares and Ames man. Like night games and Ames just aren't fun, and I, I never want to do that one again.
1: Yeah, I completely agree, man. I, you know, I, I feel like the line's a little low, but I, I think, yeah, I mean, they're looking at night game and aims where weird shit happens all the time. Um, and yeah, in Iowa state, first team, first team to hold uh Kansas under under 30, um, last week held them to 14. They're, you know, obviously running quarterback. It's a little different look than what K state will give you. But, um, yeah, I think they're looking at that probably thinking, well, you know, they've maybe they can handle it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, like you said, I think I think Kansas State wins. I'd be I'd be surprised if they didn't win. Um, but it's that I don't I don't I don't I don't see any blowout potential there. I don't think that's going to be you know like we said with the Oklahoma State uh, Texas Tech one. I, I don't see anything crazy happening. But I think Kansas State's a better team.
0: Yep, agreed. All
1: right, well, that's the look ahead. Obviously, Baylor's off. Uh, we're off uh, ahead of that big two and three versus three and two clash um you know keep your pants on for that one everyone october 13th in morgantown 7 30 p.m like i said joel's out of the country he'll be back i think next sunday or monday so look for the preview probably tuesday um but yeah we'll go ahead and uh we'll go ahead and call it here man jake appreciate you hopping on uh brother always a a pleasure yeah for sure all right well i'm jordan pinto you can catch me at game day shorts he's jake lance at night stare uh and yeah like i said uh Catch you guys next Tuesday. Take
0: care. One, two.